Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. See it as a Japanese secret to a purposeful life. Others see it as just a word. Either way, can the Japanese term ikigai lead to better decisions that you make in life about your money? Let's break the word down. Iki meaning alive or life, and gai meaning benefit or worth. So, how do you get to a life of worth every day? For many, one dimension of worth is that benchmark of the return rate on your investment. For example, are you trying to beat inflation, trying to outdo the CPF OA rate, aiming for that 7% per annum a recent investor on my show shared that he aims for? But my guest today sees Ikigai quite differently in terms of emotions and in terms of a guide for everyday living. So today we're going to deconstruct the concept of Ikigai. As we ask, can it lead to more purpose? And where does your money fit in the mix? First up, let's welcome to the show Christopher Tan, CEO of Provident. Welcome back to Money and Me, Chris. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Michelle. I almost, you know, uh, laugh when you play the music. <laughs> it's just so appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Chris, first up, is it true that you are now a certified Ikigai coach? Uh, yes, it's, uh, to be exact, it's a certified Ikigai tribe coach. Tribe coach? That's right. I mean, it came from a sort of like a coaching institute called Ikigai Tribe. So oh. the full name is yeah, Ikigai Tribe Coach. Uh, it's a very interesting course and it's run by an Australian oh. uh, who is married to a Japanese wife and stayed in Japan for 10 years. And after he saw what the world described Ikigai to be, he decided to like have this crusade, you know, to, to, to really explain what Ikigai is all about. And it's really, it's really um, interested you in a big way. We're going to dig into why exactly in just a while. But first up, I know this overlays before Ikigai. I understand that there was a philosophy that anchored everything at Provident. And that's your philosophy of sufficiency, right? Maybe we can start there. So the philosophy of sufficiency is the way we plan, or rather it's a philosophy that anchors the way we plan, invest and advise our clients since 2010. So maybe let me try and summarize it as quickly as possible. So in sufficiency, what we mean is that you don't maximize investment returns, but seek the most reliable way to achieve enough returns to meet your needs. This may mean that, well, you have to save a bit more today to reach your goals tomorrow, but it is a more certain way rather than try to maximize return using you know, very risky kind of uh, instruments. Also in sufficiency, where insurance is concerned, you don't over-insure yourself. Uh, you insure yourself adequately. You don't overpay your insurance premiums and you try and do that at the lowest possible cost. And in sufficiency, you don't just save all your surpluses for the future, but also you use it on important things that must be done today. So in Provident, we say that the philosophy of sufficiency is also the philosophy of contentment because contentment is not passive resignation, but accepting that you cannot have everything. You pursue, you actively pursue what is most important for you and knowing what is enough. So I call the deciding of things that are most important life decisions. Mm -hmm. And life decisions are also what I term as ikigai decisions. 
Okay, I wonder if we can take a little time to answer a listener question here. Sure. Uh, and that was about someone saying people don't realize how important life insurance can be, that it's really quite liquid and that insurance is the only sort of spot that will offer you a loan without any collateral, no proof of income, no questions asked. What are your takes on insurance and how does it fit in with, with this whole idea of this philosophy that you've now gravitated towards? Yeah, so I, I know what that person is alluding to. I mean, it's like, well, if insurance is so good, it's a good asset, you know, we should buy as much, you know, uh, as possible because it's an asset, mm. right? So it seems like the philosophy of this uh, sufficiency doesn't gel. But maybe let me try and tackle it this way. Okay. First thing first, only products with cash values, such as endowment plans, whole life plans, will have this kind of feature, right? That you have cash value that you can access and you can borrow money against. But the problem with this kind of product is that it is so expensive that in order to cover yourself adequately, you have to fork out tens of thousands of dollars each year in terms of insurance premiums and most wouldn't be able to afford such amount of premiums and therefore they won't cover themselves fully if they buy such policies. But since the primary purpose of life insurance and we have talked about this many times, Michelle, in this program, mm-hmm. right, is to protect against loss of income in the event of death, disability or medical crisis and not to protect against a crisis like loss of job. I mean, that's not the primary purpose of life insurance. So actually, if you think about it, it doesn't make sense to buy expensive life insurance so that you can take a loan in times of crisis at the expense of protecting your family. Okay. Right? Now, I, I, I know it's a feature, but that's not the main purpose uh, of buying insurance. You'll be using life insurance for the wrong purpose. Furthermore, there is a better way to have liquidity in emergency. And insurance is a very expensive way to do it. And the loan doesn't come free. You have to pay it back later with uh, interest. Mm. So I'm not sure whether that's the correct way to think about insurance and say, okay, you know, it's a very good asset, so buy as much as you need or rather buy as much insurance so that well, when you need a loan, you can borrow against it. Okay, that's a good point. And maybe we can do a whole show on figuring out how much is enough when it comes to insurance in due time. But coming back to your philosophy of sufficiency, and we talked about this before, even when we talk about money, you talk about how it is more important to put the the life decision before the decision on how you use your money. That's right. Is that right? right? With with the philosophy of sufficiency. Now, when it comes to ikigai, what are ikigai decisions? Yeah, so I term life decisions as ikigai decisions. Oh. So, I mean, you, when, at the start of the program, you actually sort of like broke down what is ikigai, but I thought it's important to sort of like explain to listener what is not ikigai. So because it's a word that has been greatly misunderstood and the Western influence, the marketing is so strong, mm. right? That we think of ikigai of something else. So firstly, it is not a word from Okinawa. It is simply a Japanese word. It is not a Japanese secret to longevity. So while ikigai can give you the motivation to live, you know, and have a very long life, but it doesn't guarantee that you'll live till 100. I don't know whether you watched this I watched documentary. That. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I love that documentary, right? A four-part documentary. But that was an ikigai. That, that was about food. Ikigai. That's right. But in the first episode, they talk about the people, the Okinawans living till 100 and one of the factors is Ikigai. So people go away thinking that, no, if I have Ikigai, I will live till 100. I no. see. Yeah, it's not guaranteed, right? And if you search the word now on internet, I'm quite certain you'll see a four-circle Venn diagram popped out. Yes. Uh, showing that, you know, Ikigai is the con- 
convergence of four areas of life. What you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you are paid for. But you know, honestly, that's not Ikigai. It's nothing to do with the Japanese concept uh, concept of Ikigai. How did the Four Circle Venn Diagram came about then? Well, it was first published in uh, this guy's book called Boya Velasica. It's a book, 2012. And the English translation of the book is What Would You Do If You Weren't Afraid? But the Venn Diagram is not even from him. It's actually from a Spanish astrologer by the name of Andrea Zuzunaga. He posted it on his Facebook on 4th June 2012 and then it was Mark Wim, a self-proclaimed mischief maker, lover of changing the world. He decided that why don't I change the word Ikigai to, uh, or, the, or rather the center of the Venn diagram which was purpose originally mm. to Ikigai and then he posted a blog and it went viral you know and, and so everybody thought the fourth circle Venn diagram is Ikigai but if you ask the Japanese they will frown at it because that is not their understanding of what Ikigai is all about to say that you know it has got to do with uh, what can help you make money I think the Japanese will frown a lot at it Really? So what is the original Japanese essence of the word Ikigai? Ikigai, what does it point to? Yeah, so you explain it very accurately at the start, right? Iki means life or more specifically, it can be translated to lifetime or everyday life. And guy actually in Japanese can mean, you know, like your armor, your shield. People wear armor to go to war. Mm-hmm. And because armor is so precious, guy also means worth. So the concept of Ikigai aligns more with everyday life, meaning living the day-to-day life that is worth living. I'm going to say that again. It's living the day-to-day life that is worth living, not the one big purpose. So to the Japanese, it's not something you chase after to achieve, but rather something you feel. Living a life that we feel is worth living is really what Ikigai is all about. Actually, it's really profound because if you think about it, uh, you don't suddenly end up making major decisions. They are the product of all the small decisions you made along the way. But most of us don't have a guide as to how to make a decision every day. And so Ikigai is pretty much pointing towards how to make those everyday decisions that put you in a good place to make those great life decisions. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. uh, I mean, I I think you explained it very well because I think most people, if you ask them, what do you exist for? I mean, very few of us, even if we sit under a coconut tree for days, we can't come up with an answer (laughs) for that, right? But we can answer what are the little things we do on a day-to-day basis, step-by-step that gives us that feeling of wow life is really worth living so that's what the Japanese uh, concept of Ikigai is all about can you share with us a little bit about what you just mentioned that it's the feeling that's important you know the emotions yeah so I mean, it's the, it's the feeling of doing something and you don't even have to be good at it, right? I mean, the four-circle Venn diagram, one of the, the factors is something that you are good at. But to the Japanese, being good at something like you mentioned is a process, right? There is... Mastery that, is a process, yep. Yes, mm-hmm. and the Japanese says that there is gambari in this. I'm sure you remember the word gambat, you know, uh, gambate, you know, gambari. Gambari is an effort. Uh, you put effort into things that you enjoy doing and you get better and better. Mm-hmm. That feeling of getting better and better gives you that ikigai kan or the feelings of ikigai. So it's a process, it's that feeling, not that, oh, I've reached the destination, oh, I have the ikigai. So uh, that's the difference. So ikigai, can you give us some examples that that illustrate what ikigai is? Yeah, so for example, 
I mean, for me personally, Mm-mm. you know, what gives me ikigai are actually things that are really simple. The simple joys in life that gives me life satisfaction. I've been busy. You know, I, I mean, last night I was talking to my daughter and I realized that I've been working very hard for the last 35 years. Yeah. But as a result of that, I don't have this thing called yutori. It's the Japanese word for the space to have peace of mind, that mental space, you know. And so when I take time out and I just share with you, Michelle, that I just came back from Kauai, Thailand. Mm-hmm. I stayed in a beautiful resort surrounded wow. by mountains for five days with my family and in-laws. I had my time, my personal time. And that yutori, that mental space gave me that ikigai. And, well, something else that can give you ikigai is really simple, nothing big. Uh, the Japanese has this word called ibasho, which means a place where one belongs, fit in and can be yourself. And so ibasho can be a physical place, like I was in Kauyai, mm-hmm. right? I was in the mountains. But ibasho can also be a group of people, your community, that you know that you can be yourself and you won't be judged. And when you spend time with your community, you know, you have that ibasho, you have your ibasho, you can have that peace of mind, or the Japanese call it anshinkan, right? So these are simple things that can give you ikigai. It doesn't really have to be the big things. I love it. That reminds me of a poet by poet Rumi who says, out mm. beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field mm. and I'll meet That's you right. there. So the wow. sense of community. That's right. That's I right. love it. Can anyone, no matter where they are in life, find ikigai or I suppose this this question goes towards the the whole idea of happiness right Mm. can you only get happiness after you're wealthy is it reserved for the wealthy Mm. or can anybody attain ikigai yeah so I think ikigai is no respecter of person I mean you can be the most good looking person on earth super successful in your career financially wealthy and you don't you still don't have a sense of ikigai you don't feel like life is worth living yeah I mean over the years very sadly, we hear of celebrities, very successful people, they kill themselves. Yeah. I mean, I mean they have, it seems to have everything in life, right? Mm-hmm. But yet, they didn't feel like their life is worth living. So, well, while it's true that plenty of wealth does not automatically guarantee that one will have ikigai, but since we always believe that money is an enabler, having money can enable you to do activities or fulfill certain needs to give you the ikigai kan. And you know, there's uh, this mother of ikigai, his, her name is called Miyako Kemia, and oh. through her research, mm-hmm. uh, she found that in order to have ikigai, guy, uh, some of the things that one must have is have a sense of control and the expectation of a bright future. So if we don't manage our finances or money well, we won't have a sense of control. We may not expect ourselves to have a bright future. In that case, then, well, we may not have ikigai. So note that I did not say you have to be wealthy. I only say that you have to manage your finances well. And the last thing I want to say is that, mm. you know, the Japanese concept of ikigai, as I mentioned earlier, is not just kokorazashi, which is in our English word, that huge single and purpose but as I mentioned it is the daily life that is worth living right so all of us yes the simple man can have ikigai but we just must remember to live it today I know in my work Mm -hmm. we always plan for people you know we plan for people for their future forgetting that life starts today and we don't live, you know, our ikigai until tomorrow. We live our ikigai today. So yes, everyone can have ikigai. I have to say I'm not personally clear 
on what Ikigai still is mm. and how that relates to happiness and then the link between that and money. So mm. I wonder if we can just break it down a little bit. Is Ikigai yeah. just the sense of I'm doing what makes me happy? I'm gravitating towards what makes me happy. Is that the first stop? Yeah, it's a very good question. And we discussed a lot about it in the program I went through. So happiness and Ikigai, the main difference is that I would say Ikigai generally is more forward-looking. Right. Whilst you have that sense of life is worth living today, I did mention earlier that there is still an expectation of a bright future. Whereas for happiness, it's very short term, isn't it? I'm happy. I, I have this sense of happiness today, even if I do not know whether I'll be happy tomorrow. So that is the subtle difference between Ikigai and uh, happiness. Now, how does money come in? Mm. You don't have need to have money to have Ikigai or rather, let me say that again, you can have a lot of money, but you may not, you may still not have Ikigai. But when we manage our money properly, well, firstly, we will have an expectation of a bright future, that's for sure, right? And also having money allows you to do certain activities. They don't have to be expensive activities, but yet, yes, they can allow you to do activities or fulfill certain needs to give you the Ikigai Khan, right? And having Ikigai today means that you need to make certain trade-off with money. You cannot delay all your financial decisions just for the future, right? Whatever surplus you have today, you're going to spend some money on today's activities to give you that ikigai kan. And that trade-off means that you need to make good financial decisions. Okay. And I can think of making good financial decisions in terms of a process because ikigai talks about mastery as something that's continuous, right? It's not yes. something like you, we, we can't all wake up and be CEO of Provident in terms of the knowledge that you have on money making and investing. But wherever we are, when it comes to our relationship with money, we can start to move towards mastering and being more in control of it. Yes. So, for example, I mean, you have a certain goal and having that certain goal means that, well, you have expectation of a bright future. But you are right. I need to put in a lot of effort to get to that certain goal. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Japanese has this word called you know that in English translation is, is a flow, right? So we yes. put a lot of effort today to work towards that goal, right? And in putting the effort to work towards that goal, we have that feeling of Ikigai. We don't have to be at the destination to have Ikigai, but that putting in of the effort to get to where we want to be will give you the Ikigai. But maybe in the process of getting there, maybe we have to go for personal development course, yes. right? And we need to put money into it, mm-hmm. right? So that's where money enable us to do those things that will give us that Okay, do you still think that Venn diagram is of any use? Because it actually outlines certain steps of getting to Ikigai, like do what you love, find your mission, think about what the world needs, Mm. find your vocation, what can you be paid for? Um, I mean, now that you are a certified Ikigai tribe coach, Mm. What do you think of that Venn diagram? How useful is it towards getting us towards Ikigai? It's useful. It is just not the Japanese definition of what Ikigai is all about. So I wouldn't say it's useless, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's the Spanish uh, astrologer's view of helping you reach your purpose, right? So he believes that if you do what you love, if you do things that you are good at, if you do things that the world needs and you can be paid for it, well, you have a chance of reaching your purpose. That's his concept. It's useful for some people. It's quite motivating for some people, right? I'm not saying that's useless 
what I'm saying is that is not just that is just not the definition of the Japanese concept of ikigai because in the Japanese concept of ikigai you can be doing things mm-hmm. that you are not paid for you may be doing things that the world doesn't need anything from you but you enjoy it and it gives you that ikigai kan right so it gives you permission mm-hmm. to do a lot more that might bring you even more ikigai in life almost yeah and and yeah. it might not even be things you are good at right Michelle but you just enjoy doing those things mm. how has uh, encountering how did you encounter this whole idea of ikigai and how how did yeah. it make such a large impression on your life well you know Michelle you've been speaking to me know me for a long time and one of the things I've always wanted to do is to help my clients first make life decisions before making financial decisions to enable those life decisions right yeah but I've always been asking myself philosophically what are life decisions you know, how do you make life goals it can't be they're just retirement goals funding children's education goals what are life goals I've gone for many causes from different places over the last 20 years and then I found ikigai and I thought that ikigai is a very simple way of making life decisions because it's not a big thing it's your daily things that you do that makes you feel your life is worth living so that's how I chanced upon ikigai and uh, I wanted to see how I can use that idea to help my clients make better life decisions so you're not saying you're saying still invest well and spend well and save well but ikigai can be that guide towards doing all that yes so you first make ikigai decisions then you enable your ikigai decisions with financial decisions because if you make financial decisions first mm-hmm. well you may not have ikigai because you could be doing things that you don't like to do but you're just doing it because it was a financial decision you'll be help me become rich got it got it yeah. it's like putting the cart before the horse when people think i want to be happy but first i have to do this to be happy and you're saying but first be happy it's kind right. of okay, right. <laughs> okay. Right. it's a deep concept so thank you so much for breaking it down with us chris thank you thank you michelle thank you for speaking with me he's christopher tan ceo of provident we have been discussing ikigai i hope we've given you some food for thought this morning giving you a bit of an ikigai moment Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.